Hi guys, this is Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net and today we're going to be talking about beta blockers. It really doesn't matter where you work in the hospital, ER, tele, even the skilled nursing facilities, you will be giving beta blockers. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Beta blockers are also known as beta adrenergic blocking agents, beta antagonists, beta adrenergic antagonists. And basically they're used to decrease the heart rate by decreasing the cardiac output. Beta blockers are used to treat a variety of conditions such as hypertension, angina, cardiac arrhythmias, cardiomyopathy, CHF, and heart attacks. On a side note, they can also be used to help treat migraines, glaucoma, tremors, overactive thyroid, and anxiety. If we remember our anatomy and physiology when we were learning about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, you guys will remember that the sympathetic nervous system was the fight or flight and the parasympathetic kind of slowed everything down. And I always kind of remember the sympathetic, you know, you're, everything's going fast and you're running and jumping. And parasympathetic, I always thought of my parents. They always told you to stop or calm down or stop doing that. So um, beta blockers will, they, they go ahead and they affect the sympathetic nervous system, the jumping up and down and going crazy. Um, so the sympathetic nervous system activates the fight or flight response in the body and beta blockers block the action of the sympathetic nervous system of the heart, thereby reducing stress on the heart. Beta blockers work by blocking the effects of epinephrine, otherwise known as adrenaline, and norepinephrine, otherwise known as noradrenaline, um, in your body. Um, since beta blockers act on blocking epinephrine and adrenaline, it slows the heart rate by decreasing the force of contractions of the heart muscles, which reduces the heart's need for oxygen. Beta blockers are a negative chronotrope. Now, it's important to remember there are several different types of beta blockers. Um, it can be called first, second, and third generation, or I'm gonna go ahead and do beta one blockers, beta two blockers, and beta three blockers. Beta one blockers work primarily on the heart and kidneys. Now, beta-1, you would remember, you have one heart, beta-1, one heart, main thing you need to remember. Beta-2 blockers work primarily on the lungs, liver, smooth muscle, and skeletal muscle. But really, for testing purposes, beta-1, you have one heart, beta-2, you have two lungs, hopefully. Um, so you can kind of remember that beta-1 mainly affects the heart, and beta-2 mainly affects the lungs. However, just a quick recap. Beta-1 also does work on the kidneys. Beta-2 works on the lungs, liver, smooth muscle, and skeletal muscle. Beta-3 works on fat cells. So those are the different types of uh, beta blockers. Um, there are lots of beta blockers out there, but the main thing you need to remember is their generic name, they will always end in LOL. Um, so the first generation non-selective beta blockers affect heart, lungs, liver, kidneys, vascular smooth muscle, and skeletal muscle. Examples of those beta blockers are picanidol, carvitolol, labetalol, nandolol, propranolol, sotolol. Second generation are cardioselective beta blockers. They block beta-1 receptors, but in high doses they can also block beta-2 receptors. They're utilized best with patients who have diabetes or chronic lung disease. 
Um, they're also known as cardioselective, as we just said, and the examples of those would be atenolol, esmolol, metaloprolol. Beta blockers are indicated for use, again, um, we already went over this, but in tachycardia, because we're blocking it. We want it to slow down. Remember, we're working on that sympathetic nervous system. So beta blockers is going to start blocking the epinephrine and adrenaline. So it's indicated for use in tachycardia, hypertension, as it reduces arterial uh, blood pressure by decreasing cardiac output, angina, otherwise known as chest pain, by decreasing the force of contractions of the heart muscles, which reduce the heart's need for O2, cardiac arrhythmias, abnormal heart rhythms is basically what we mean by here, um, and it'll decrease the, uh, the sinus rate. And we're looking kind of like at a SVT in those kind of cases. Heart attacks, heart failure. Now, depending on the book you have, and maybe the instructor um, may be you know, going from some old school type things, just so you know, in regards to heart failure, beta blockers were contraindicated. But there was a study done in the late 1990s was actually shown that beta blockers could reduce mortality morbidity in patients by about 4.5%. It's also important to note that children, if you ever work in pediatrics, uh, children can be treated with beta blockers uh, with heart failure, hypertension, migraines, and irregular heartbeats. Um, and they've actually done okay with that. Some of the adverse side effects with beta blockers well, we're slowing things down with this medication, so we need to make sure we didn't slow down things too much. So some of the side effects would be bradycardia, which is a heart rate of less than 60 beats per minute, hypotension, which is another word for decreased blood pressure, fatigue, right, everything's slowing down so you're getting really tired, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, pretty safe to use that signs and symptom with just about any medication adverse reaction, shortness of breath, impotence and cold hands. Toxicity. So if you have a patient who has been diagnosed with an overuse of beta blockers, they are usually treated with glucagon because it will increase the strength of the heart contractions. If that doesn't work, sometimes we're going to actually have to pace these patients if they're not um, responsive to pharmaceutical therapy. Cautions. You know, you need to use caution with using beta blockers in pregnant women. Um, it may slow the fetus heart rate, the blood pressure, and lower the blood sugar. And beta blockers can pass via breast milk to the infant. Patients with bradycardia or a partial AV block should not be given uh, beta blockers. It's going to slow them down even more. Patients with asthma or COPD, we have to be very careful with beta blockers in these patients. Patients with diabetes, because beta blockers can actually mask the tachycardia that comes when they're having diabetic episodes. And there's some studies that uh, patients that are tachycardic due to cocaine use should also not be given beta blockers. Well, that's all I have. It was just a quick little snippet on beta blockers for you. I hope it helped. Um, and it will be on NCLEX, it will be on some tests that you have in your, your career, whether you're already a nurse or not. So again, this is Nurse Anna signing off. Thanks so much for joining me, and we will talk to you later.